0: If you really embrace things, you can always see an opportunity in everything you do. Mm-hmm. So I think to me, success is when preparation meets opportunity.
1: Welcome to On Your Terms with Aaron King, a show about living a life you truly love. Here's Aaron. Well, if you've seen the show Ted Lasso, you know that the absolute best character, in my opinion, is the one and only super upbeat. Danny Rojas, played by the even more incredible in real life, Cristo Fernandez. Cristo and I met at a party in LA for the Emmys where we drank tequila and talked all about life. And I was so inspired by his story that I knew he had to come and be on the podcast. So, Cristo is originally from Guadalajara, Jalisco. He speaks five languages, and this polyglot is a huge lover of all things family, football, travel, and entrepreneurship. He's the founder of film production company Espectro MX Films and his incredible journey from living in Mexico, being a professional footballer to his stints of odd jobs. He has been a bartender, a waiter, a life insurance salesperson, a drama student, you name it. Christo has tried it and it all worked out because here he is, live from London, hanging out with us at 10 p.m. at night, sharing with us his views on success, family, and what it really takes to rise to the top. So friends, check out this interview with the one and only fantastic Christo Fernandez. I just kind of want to talk about what you think success looks like. What does success feel like? You know, like right now, you're shooting 10 o'clock, London, Ted Lasso. You're probably pooped. You're probably exhausted. I think that people don't necessarily see sometimes what it takes to cross over to a new industry, to really make something beautiful happen with your art, and that it's a lot more work and dedication and focus than people might know. And I think it's inspiring to talk about some of the less glamorous, but just kind of more real what it takes to create something that's moved so many people and for you crossing over into this new chapter with your career. So,
0: yeah, um, success can mean different things to different people. I think it's only one self perspective that each one has, and it could be from having a house, having a family, accomplishing dreams, accomplishing objectives. It's it's always important, yeah, to remember we live in, in a world talking about social media and things where we always see only the good things and the positive things. And we think that because of the world we're living, success or accomplishments or the dreams happen from one day to the other. And at least personal for me, like I've been sometimes asked questions like, how does it feel to be an overnight success? And that's such an, an easy question to ask and and I'm sure it comes from a nice place, but I mean, it's not that I just randomly woke up and I was in Ted Lasso. It's a accumulation of many years of hard work. And I think only the people that are close to me and my family and friends and, and I know how much hard work it's taken to be here today. And that's why I think hard work is very important and especially in this industry at least in, the, in 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 any industry but at least as an actor or as an artist you're always in a constant rejection in a constant yeah. no and that's also the beauty of what we do because art what i do my painting or my job as an actor or as a filmmaker you might like it or you might hate it and it doesn't mean that it's good or bad it's just taste and that's why i think for example ted lasso just talking about ted lasso i know ted lasso is a great TV show right at the moment, and I'm so grateful to be part of it. But if we really know the story of from the very first moment, the Jason thought of the character until now, it's been a process of like 10 years. Wow. You know? Wow. I recently had the opportunity to meet one of my biggest heroes, Guillermo del Toro, from my hometown, from Guadalajara. Wow. And And he was saying that someone like him, who is an Oscar winner, who we could think it's easier for him to do things to make his film of Pinocchio. It took him 15 years. Wow. So there is lots of hard work in everything we do from a film to a restaurant, to someone doing a podcast. So, so I think that there should be always that kind of knowledge. I know there are people that maybe have the story of like, yeah, I was walking down the street and suddenly everything happened. But for right. me, that's just one in, in a million. I always say to the people who are starting, like, just read the people you admire, read their bi- biographies and find mm-hmm. out who they are, where they come from, what they did. There are many paths to achieve success. And I don't think there's one right one. I just think that when there is hard work, when there is discipline, or there is patience, and when there is belief, <laughs> like like we say in our show, like, truly self-belief, it's a matter of, Sooner or later, things will happen and it's not a magic that things will appear, but it's truly just thinking that everything will be all right and and just work hard. There will be days where there are tougher, that that are tougher than others, but for everything you need to do, sacrifice. I I am from Guadalajara, Mexico, and right now I am in cold London. I would have loved to have spent the last six, seven years of my life back home with good weather, with my family, with my friends. But I knew that if I wanted to achieve the things I wanted to achieve, I had to make some sacrifices Mm -hmm. and one of them has to be far away. And I'm grateful that things have happened. And personally, my journey is that it all started with sports, with professional sports, football, and then things didn't work out the way I wanted. But I touched bottom in a way I was very frustrated with life in a moment when I Realize realized things were not going the way I wanted.
1: Was this after but, you had an injury for those of the people listening? So you were a pro football player yeah. and you had a knee injury. Is that what happened? And then that sort of changed everything for you because you played for years and that was sort of your dream, right?
0: Yeah, I played since I was a kid. And then yeah. when I was 15, I started professional. And then I was on my way up and I reached second division and I was on my way up. And then I had a big injury in my left knee mm. from which I recovered and then came back. And then injure the right one (laughs) and then i recovered which is fine Uh, and it's all good i can do my own (laughs) stunts i can (laughs) play football i I like it but in that moment of my life it stopped me i lost some contracts Mm. and i lost some opportunities but also i think of my previous life and how i used to think and my mentality and i realized that there were opportunities that I let go because I was afraid of getting out of my comfort zone. Because mm. I was comfortable maybe back home with my family and friends instead of going out and trying and just risking it all and just starting from zero somewhere else. But because I didn't want to, I didn't do it. And then when I wanted it was too late and then I had injuries and blah, blah, blah. So I thought of all these things I reflected. I'm grateful my parents pushed me to learn new things, to try new things because If you ask my dad or my mother or my grandma or my aunt or my sister or anyone in my family, they can tell you that I was only about football. I spoke about football, I ate football, I breathed football. I, everything was football, soccer, nothing else. But then I um, started to study communication and I was the worst student because I was still playing and the professors were just letting me pass my classes because I was playing football. But then I, I saw some classes like script writing, audiovisual languages. We started to do some student films, very bad student films, but nobody wanted to act. And I started to act. And then I was like, okay. And then people started to tell me, ah, you're good. You should do it. And I was like, ah, and then I, (laughs) I, I was just curious about it before I even realized I started to be part of all the student films from classes above classes below the voice spread about the guy who who acted for free in all student films. I had a big student portfolio of videos and I I joined the theater in my university and then I started to do things outside and then I tried to come back to football, soccer, but then things didn't work out the way I wanted. And that's for me was a signal that I could either go on this route or try something new And the life of an athlete is so short that the decisions you take matter. Right. So that's why when I was like, okay, if I want to do this, I should do it. And I should learn from my mistakes. So the first thing I did was save money for like three years. I worked in everything. I was living with my parents after uni. And then I wanted to get out as far as I could. And rather than going to America or rather than going to another city in Mexico, I always admire the culture and the arts in the UK. And I Mm -hmm. I don't know why it always grabbed my attention. Yeah. And I tried here. I came to audition to universities. Guilford School of Acting was the one where I studied and and accepted me and was a challenge because of the weather, the accent, so many circumstances I didn't know anyone, but I invested it all. And then I came here. And for the last seven years, four years before Ted Lasso was here, finished my studies, moved to London, working so many things. And and you were talking about entrepreneurs and, and also that I learned from my parents and and what i think success can mean is to not rely on what other things about you and what other people can say about you but just know who you are and at least for me it was always about creating yeah. my own work and creating my own opportunities so when i came here i knew that i was as a mexican as a latino in the uk well there are not many like me
1: <laughs> and
0: i knew that and for like three years before ted lasso i was here I only worked in one professional commercial where I played a Mexican wrestler. Aside from that, I didn't receive any auditions. But for those three, three, four years, I was always so busy, but always writing my own shorts and producing my own things. I started with a phone. I started with the film equipment from university. And then I started to become better. If you see anyone's progress from when you start until now, things have evolved. It's not a one thing that happened to another. And I always loved comedy. And I started to do my own things. And I think that was always on my material, on my reel. And yeah, years later the audition for Telaso came and it turns out they needed someone Latino, someone with football background, and comedy was always part of me. And and here we are. So so I think that's a little bit of who I am and what success means to me in terms of achieving these yeah. things, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, Christo, thank you so much for walking us through that. I did all my homework, so I was going to say all that in the beginning, but you just made my job easier, so thank you. Obviously, an overnight success, right? <laughs> just yeah, just happened, right? No, but it's interesting, because it, th- you hear that, right? Where, oh, Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso. It's so glamorous, it must be so easy. But what I want everyone listening to really pay attention to is... Think of that journey i mean you you had the one knee injury the second knee injury had to make all these other mental choices right around obviously your family is very important to you Mm -hmm. and you had to make that decision to go far away and roll the dice with school and roll the dice not getting paid for all of these videos and writing and trying and showing up and like you said earlier just believing in what could be possible for you And I think that, you know, today, especially with a lot of guys and gals that see the trajectory that your career has taken, I think it can be really easy for people to say, oh, well, he was in the right place at the right time. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I was lucky. They were looking for a Latino with football experience in the UK. But the harder you work, the luckier you get and you put in that work. So. I think it's really important people to like peel back the layers and see what really goes into, you know, this journey that you're on. And even now talking to you, it's 10 o'clock in London. We're here in Southern California. And you even said, you're like, gosh, it's seven years away from my friends and family. So it's a trade-off. Like you were there in Guadalajara and Mexico and thinking, gosh, what's possible over there? But then maybe when you're in London, you're thinking, oh, what am I missing back home? And there's just always going to be this trade-off in the rise to the top, right? So I'm... In terms of transitioning from sports to film, obviously being an athlete probably prepared you for some of the grueling nature of filming and, you know, having to show up and do different takes and practicing and training, I'm sure a lot transferred for you, but... In terms of art imitating life and life imitating art, just out of curiosity, where do you think you start and your character ends and where does your vice versa? Like how much of you is like Danny Rojas, very authentically you where, cause you can't be happy 24 seven and that guy is positive 24 seven. So what parts of you do you think are very easy for you to play with the character? And then what are the parts where maybe it's a little more engineering, a little bit more of tapping into, maybe other versions of the character.
0: I think Danny Rojas is a reflection of who I am 100%. It's part of who I am. I think it's my professional football player version, more positive version as well. But also I'm grateful with this second season that we finished last year because it showed another aspect of Danny, someone who also had problems, who had anxieties, who had the very first episode, he went through really dark place. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just talked you through when I touched bottom as an athlete, I could relate to that. Yeah. So yeah, I I think you're, you're right. That's when art and reality mix. This is the character I felt the closest to. I've done lots of independent projects and lots of films and things, but I think probably this is Ironically, the most challenging one, but also the one I relate the most. And also, I personally think it's not just me. It's also every single character in the show. What is very clever from the writers in the show is that they found amazing people, amazing humans, amazing actors, Mm -hmm. and they develop the characters around who they are. Because in every single character, I see a little bit of the actor or the actress or the personality. And that's just good writing, and that makes the characters more believable. And mm-hmm. I think, with every single character, you can find similarities in all of us in who we are, where we come from. And I think that's also an advice for specifically for actors and actresses out there. I know, and, and I've prepared myself, and I keep preparing myself, and I learn, and I keep working hard towards one day show a character that is anxious and has this tick and it's 20 kilograms overweight whatever that is completely different to me. And then I will show this aspect. But reality is and what I learned, at least from my years when I went to study at drama school, it was a process of learning who I am and embracing who I am. And rather than pretending to be something else, really embracing who I am and pitching myself and putting myself out there with all my skills, being a Mexican, being a Latino, being someone that has done professional sports, I love languages. I don't know. Oh yeah. I I read that you're uh, a
1: polyglot. You speak five languages. You speak with French, German, Italian, English, Spanish. That's incredible.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so, I mean, being a polyglot is so cool. I mean, I speak a little Spanish, little Italian, but to do German and French, I mean, so you've always sort of had this curiosity about how can you expand on all these different ways to connect with people no matter where they are. That's pretty cool. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like languages and I think it comes from, from my parents, they always push me to, to learn languages. So, and that's also a very good skill that I think can open you more doors. But yeah, mm-hmm. my, my point was just to close that, that at the beginning, it's just about pitching who you are, really who you are and where you come from. And then from there on, your own work and your experience will put you in other circumstances. And then you can, with hard work and with your ZV that you can create and do other things, but... I think it's really about embracing who you are and where you come from.
1: Mm, It's so good. And obviously your vibe on the show is so just contagious. I think what's really interesting was the timing of the show where it came out. And I mean, I discovered it, I guess, a year or two ago and everything was so heavy and so dark in the world when it really sort of caught fire people telling people and I just think there was this really beautiful gift of your character's relentless positivity that was just so refreshing you know and I think that deep down like everyone wishes that they had that 24 7 optimism and sort of almost ignoring the negativity I think we all wish we had more of that Danny Rojas vibe but it can be hard to be positive all the time and ignore the haters and just keep showing up and just being so passionate but I just think it was really beautiful to see that kind of raw excitement and passion for the game and it was such a unifier I think at an important time I was a huge fan my question is this football is life the famous catchphrase the famous quote that I'm sure people shout at you 100 times a day? People just shout at you all the time, football is life. Is that your life, basically? (laughs) (laughs) 100
0: times, no. 99, yes. (laughs) Okay.
1: Is that what you used to say growing up, or was that part of the script when you found it?
0: When I got the role, the scripts already had the line, football is life. Okay. Then we shot season one, and then we shot season two, and then we were at the premiere in L.A. last year. And then Bill Lawrence, we were in the Q&A with the audience and everything, and then... He said, by the way, football is life. It's all Christmas creation. And I was like, oh, and I, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and then I, I asked him, what, what do you mean? And then he told me, take a look at your self tapes. And in my very, very first audition, I had to do well, yeah, my acting and everything. And I also had to do my football skill, blah, blah, blah. And then I had to do an intro of who I am and where am I based? And and also talk about my football experience and football background. And when I was watching that, I was like, "Hello, my name is Christopher Fernandez." Blah, blah blah, and then I said, "Football is life to me because blah blah blah." And ah. apparently, and apparently they kept that line from there because my character was supposed to be a charismatic, positive Icelandic man. But I'm so grateful that they decided to change it for a Mexican and they adapted <laughs> the character to me. And then they adapted catchphrase. Yeah, that's part of the story. of.
1: That's a good where story. It, the line
0: comes from. Yeah. They're like,
1: that was brilliant. You're like, that was me. Oh, 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 yes, that was me. That was my line. I masterminded it, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, awesome. yeah. yeah,
1: that's so good. Well, I read I was Googling, obviously, kind of where did the character of Danny Rojas come from? I didn't realize it was an Icelandic guy. I read it was a guy named Javier Chicharito Hernandez, who was a soccer player. Is, is that true or no?
0: Working in Ted Lasso, it's all about adapting to the changes and the circumstances. And the changes are always for the best. So when I first audition, we're talking about 2019 March, and the antagonist was going to be Daniel Rojas, who now is Jamie Tart. Danny Rojas was gonna be the vibe of Jamie Tart.
1: Ah, oh, interesting. And there
0: was no gonna be a Jamie Tart. But then they were gonna start shooting in August, and they decided to change everything. And then Jamie Vitar became the antagonist, the a-hole. And then there was no Danny Rojas at all. The charismatic man was going to be Gunnar, an Icelandic man. Where apparently they loved my self-tape so much and my catchphrase that I created in my audition that they couldn't get rid of the idea of having me in the show even though there was no role for a Latino anymore in the whole show at all. Oh, wow. So they adapted it and then they made it Danny Rojas, the positive charismatic instead of an Icelandic man. So then you ask me, what is my inspiration to create the character of Dani Rojas? I always mention two real-life football players. One is Javier Hernandez. He's a Mexican Chicharito. He comes from Guadalajara, Jalisco, and he's always been out there playing in the best teams. And he's someone I admire his mentality. So that's Chicharito Hernandez. But I also admire a lot, and I think it represents a lot of who Dani Rojas is, the football player Ronaldinho. He's always smiling, lots of charisma. That's my other inspiration to create the character of Danny Rojas.
1: It's so cool. Oh, Kristen, what a great backstory. I think every fan of the show is going to love hearing all the backstory that no one knows of how this <laughs> came to be. It's interesting. When we met, we were in LA at a Emmys party, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of famous people at this party, you guys. I mean, it's like all these celebrities and it's very like networky. It's very buzzy. Everyone's kind of, you know, mm. talking to everybody and making it happen. But we were at the bar, we got a little bit tequila, and your vibe was just so authentic and warm. And it was interesting because people always say like, oh, you met someone that was on a show. Like, did they seem like their character? Did they seem like the person that they play on TV? And you really did. So there has to be a lot of elements of who you really are that shows up and shines through. And I'm just glad that we got to cross paths because your vibe is awesome. And (laughs) I'm thrilled for your success and for what you're doing next you have your own production company and you're working on all these really exciting projects and I think most importantly you're being very brave because you are working with your sister as your manager Mm -hmm. and your partner is that because I mean that my brother and I we would tear each other apart if we were doing business together I love my brother we're very close but that is very impressive so if you have any advice for working with siblings
0: well thank you Arian I I also I feel the same with you. It was really nice to meet you and Laura, uh, Laura Fisher, and your friend. Yeah. And then I think it was an amazing vibe too. And thank you for the kind words. And yeah, I mean, my sister, she's very intelligent. She's the brains. I believe a lot in her, and and I'm sure she's gonna create great things. And and yeah, we're very close. I'm grateful <laughs> that she's my sister, and I'm Aww. grateful with my parents. And and yeah, we're developing opportunities in Mexico and developing our film company. It's called Espectro MX Films already we've done two independent feature films in mexico we shot them in guadalajara we really like bilingual stories multicultural stories uh, real life dramas with touches of comedy so far we've done stories that talk about immigration and being out of your comfort zone things i've lived yeah and yeah different cultures and we started with short films and then uh, one independent feature film with pretty much nothing. Then we had more budget and then we keep going. And and that's the only thing we can control because whether we get roles or at least if I get roles or not, that's, I keep working hard towards that. And I'm going to keep doing the best auditions I can, but Mm -hmm. I also like to focus on the things I can actually control and put my passion in them. And that keeps me going. That gives me energy. I invite people to do the same.
1: Well, it's so well said. And I love what you said earlier, where. You're like, look, some people are going to like it. They're not going to like it. But their opinion of me creating my art, their opinion of me putting myself out there to the world doesn't actually make it good or bad or like they're going to have their say no matter what. And I think that just for our listeners that maybe are struggling with they're getting some haters on the YouTube comments or they're getting the negative feedback. Or I always think about my family's from Ireland. So my grandmother, Mm -hmm. grandfather, they all came from Ireland. I'm an Irish citizen. And it's interesting because my grandmother, she would always say when it comes to people not loving what you're doing or who you are or whatever, she would say that it is always better to be someone shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea. And I think that's kind of what you're advocating for a little bit is, you know, make your art and chase your dream. And if you have to change direction from sports to film, or if you want to bring your family along the journey or you want to reinvent, you know, away from everything you ever known, whatever it is for you. I mean, what I'm feeling from this conversation is that you have trusted your North Star. You've trusted your gut, trusted yourself. You said know yourself. But really trusting yourself. And so if you are called to change from sports to film or from film to producing or producing Mm -hmm. to whatever is the next thing, like know that you do have what it takes. And if you do keep showing up, even if you're not paid, even if you don't know Mm -hmm. what's going to happen, like the stars will align, the universe will back you and big, Mm -hmm. crazy ass things can happen no matter where you're from, no matter who you are. And I think that that's sort of the beautiful story that you've shared with us. So I hope everyone listening is inspired and fired up to pay attention because it takes guts to go with your gut. It really does. It takes guts to go with your gut. And you certainly have it and it's paid off so far. So congrats yeah. on all your success.
0: Thank you, Ari. Yeah, I, 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 I 100% agree with what you're saying. And, and I see lots of time people feeling anxious or stressed about, am I in the right path? Am I doing the things right? And I honestly can say that there is no wrong path because even if you are studying in me- medicine and then you end up doing something else, I can tell you the job that gave me the best life lessons, probably as an actor, as an artist and everything I do was to be a life insurance salesman. I learned so many lessons about rejection all the time, mm-hmm. trying to sell something that tell me no, 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 no to like it one. Yes. And then how can I make that yes more? Yes and then learning a script how to interact with people going here there everywhere pitching myself pitch you this that that if you really embrace things you can always see an opportunity in everything you do to me success is when preparation meets opportunity if i hadn't played football at the level i did if i hadn't had those injuries if i hadn't had all those things i wouldn't be here today if i hadn't really say to myself, I need to get out of here and and try from zero and really just dream big. So I think you have to always be open and you never know where the opportunities are going to come from. So if I hadn't really embraced that, I think I wouldn't be here. And I think that's something I always read and seen in the people I admire. We're still learning. We're still working hard and trying to develop more opportunities.
1: So good. Christo, thank you so much for sharing all of your stories and being so honest and relatable. This has been such a great conversation i love getting to know you better hearing more about your journey and everyone that's listening follow you on instagram check out the latest of all of your great projects and i'm excited to see what you do next and i hope that we get to run into each other in la again very soon to drink some tequila and catch up and say hello but until then um, i am cheering you on and thank you so much for being here today
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, A tequila is a must. (laughs) So next time.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much, Christo. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. Well, friends, you can catch more of Christo on his Instagram at ChristoFernandez.mx or check out his production company, Spectro MX Films. I hope that today has been a fascinating interview to help you realize that overnight success isn't usually really the path that we go down to achieve the levels of our dreams that we know we're capable of achieving. It takes hard work, dedication, belief, and sometimes remembering that football indeed is life. Till next time, friends.